0: Hey everyone, welcome to 3 Dudes with Booze. I am Steven, again joined by EJ and Matt. On this week's show, we're discussing life after 30. Yeah, well, everyone ages, and once you hit the big 3-0, things change. For better or for worse, I don't know, but today we'll discuss it. EJ, Matt, how are you guys?
1: So, so good. So wonderful.
0: Cool, guys. Um, How was your week?
1: Mine was uneventful. Matt, how was yours? Uh, Uneventful. Which is the best kind of week. (laughs) The more eventful, usually, or the shittier it is.
0: Yep. That can be true most times, but... I mean, you guys are, what, getting ready for a semi-hurricane? A a
1: half-a-cane, if you will.
0: Half a cane. Oh, Half that's the, the best kind.
1: The trop- tropical, tropical storm. storm. Beta. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think you'll survive. Um, at the very least, you both can swim. So, you know.
1: It's better than fires.
0: Yeah, well, I, I can attest to that with 100% confidence because, yeah, fires are just not fun at all for anyone.
1: And you were supposed to go hiking today?
0: I was, actually, but that actually fell through for probably for the best because... um,
1: Hiking trolls on fire.
0: Probably, and or, you know, I'm I'm not exactly in hiking shape, per se, so, uh, you know,
1: I'm just sitting here,
0: Record a podcast, and have a drink.
1: That's way better. Speaking of drinks, what are you drinking this week, Steven?
0: Oh, man, so this week, (laughs) and I have to say, last week, after seeing Matt's... Hi, a hazy ipa i had to get my own so this week i'm drinking a beer called uh, a beer brewed by ale smith here in san diego california it is a hazy ipa called juice stand and uh it's really good it's um obviously citrusy but it's it's also really smooth and uh a really good morning beer because it is morning here in san diego uh Really good. Uh, wh- what about you, Matt?
2: Uh, I also love morning beers. Um, I've got a Carbach Brewing Company Love Street Colt Style Blonde, so a light. Nice, just a light beer basically. Yeah.
1: And I also like uh, morning whiskey. That's what we were talking about, right? So sure. I went with a twelve-year Whistle Pig Rye. I'm just drinking that over a rock. <laughs> It's it's a uh, a nice little finished on 63% madeira cask, 30% french sauterne and 7% port. It is fucking delicious.
0: Nice, man. Yeah, so actually my other option was going to be whiskey, but um I decided to go with the beer, crown apple. No. No, um I actually have I- this one this one whiskey that my my old boss got me and I, I've had it for like a year. Um but I just want to—I uh, just want to clarify for everyone listening and for EJ and Matt that my my hazy IPA is six point seven ABV. Okay.
1: <laughs> He's actually just drinking orange juice because you guys can't see; it's just a glass of orange juice. That's
0: what it looks like to me. Extra pulp. Could be mango. <laughs> oh man, mangoes. Oh. Well, hey, actually, EJ. So I want to share a story before we get into today's topic because you mentioned whiskey, obviously, and. Remember, so people that that don't know me and EJ have been friends for a long time. But I remember for a number of years we had kind of lost contact. But then I actually saw him at uh, a place in Houston called Rudyard's just one night by chance, and uh, we were both surprised to see each other. And um, we hung out at the bar that night, and then he was like, "Hey, you know, let's let's hang out some more. I got a bunch of whiskey in my place, so I went to his place." Which I think was in Montrose, in Houston, and EJ had this huge whiskey selection. Of, I mean, just all kinds of whiskey, and just and the good stuff too. You know, not just the the crap stuff. So I mean, um, this guy knows his whiskey, but beyond that, he can surely drink his whiskey as well. So uh, good times.
2: So we took you back to his place and got you liquored up, and then what happened? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only God knows. It doesn't kiss and tell.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll let that night just. I was waiting for that. I
1: was like, I remember this night. I don't remember anything story worthy of it, but let's see what <laughs> happens. And it dead ended just like I thought it would.
0: Well, it was cool because I mean, because I, have
1: whiskey. I always, I've, I've had whiskey since I was like sixteen. Well, yeah, Crown. I remember. I remember one time. I. Was it was it you and I Matt that went to like the Galleria and we had the Crown Royal that we were just getting jacked on and
2: Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> we were just walking around the mall and just
1: drinking Crown Royals. Drink. It was like hot being under my car with no AC.
2: I don't remember how old we were. We were
1: Hot topic was way cooler that day.
0: <laughs> but white crown though.
1: Dude, we, it was whatever we could get our hands on. Right. You should have seen the first time we drank gin. Uh, it was
2: on 4th of July.
1: I remember specifically drinking <laughs> that gin.
2: And I never wanted to drink gin again for years after that.
1: Uh, neither did I. Wait, so so take it back just a little bit. I guess we should tell that story a little bit. So it was 4th of July. I, I guess my sister was out of town. I went by her house and stole a bottle of uh, Tanqueray. I, I, I still remember yet. It Was was it Tanqueray or was it Bombay? I think, I think it might have been Bombay Sapphire with the blue glass.
2: Uh, I don't remember. Either
1: way, whatever, whatever the hell it was, we definitely did not know how to drink gin. And we knew that we had heard of gin and tonics. So our idea of drinking this gin and tonic was to go to the store, buy a thing of tonic, which I don't think either one of us had ever really tried before, and a bunch of limes And we were doing, like, 50-50 shots of gin and tonic and then eating a lime like you would do for, like, a fucking tequila shot. I also remember Matt threw up quite a bit that day.
2: Yeah, I had to be at work the next morning, too. That was fun.
1: Yeah, I totally thought I had killed you and that you had asphyxiated on your – isn't that what it's called? Where you, like, fucking throw up in your mouth? Because I remember finding you on your back and just, like, puke everywhere. It's like, oh, shit. Not again.
2: I remember I woke up on the floor. That's all I remember.
1: <laughs> hey, but that that's a good segue into our topic today because we could drink like that back then and then go to work. I can't do that anymore.
2: Hell no. I dread hangovers.
1: God, I can get a hangover. I can seriously get a hangover after like one beer. I like. I feel a difference. Yeah. And I remember back then we would drink those dirty 30s of natural light and... Or what I think we went through a phase two to where we would drink like a ton of like Shiner and Ziegenbach. Mm-hmm. Oh man.
2: Oh yeah. Back in the day, we used to just drink the like, yeah, the Keystone, play beer pong.
1: That's what it was Keystone. we drink a ton of Keystone. Yeah. And go, go straight to work the next day and then do it again the next night.
0: But no, guys, this is a good in segue that like you said because I think <laughs> our first subtopic was going to be health, which I mean, yeah. So drinking. Is part of that because obviously I know for for sure. I, you know I can't drink like a, I used to, you know, five years ago, three years ago, even and um,
1: six so months when we were hanging out.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, actually, like during that time, man, I for sure could feel a difference because it, I, I'd be like almost dying the next morning. That
1: no, was making it easy.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so just imagine if, if like yeah, we uh, went all out, but so my question is are the hangovers
2: worse now or do we just have less tolerance for it? Because I feel like they were really bad back then. Is just like you could just power through it somehow.
1: See, I also remember like – because at that point in my life I was a line cook and I remember going into work with a hangover and I could get on the line and two hours in I would eat something at work, drink like a quarter water, and then sweat a little bit and I was fine for the rest of the day. Now – I can wake up at 7:30 AM with a hangover and go to sleep at midnight with the same intensity of a hangover. I don't yeah. and, and wake up the next day and still not feel right.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You got like the multiple day-long hangovers <laughs> in <laughs> and the worst been, case scenarios.
1: And 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 I know I'm not I, I I'm not drinking as much as I did back then. Like that's that's probably after like, you know. A crazy night of drinking now for me is like eight to ten drinks total. And back then, I remember doing like eight to ten drinks and then deciding that it was time for us to go out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, remember drinking eight to ten and then you don't even know how many more you had after that.
1: Yeah, the only way you can count is because you're going through the trash can to count the empty beer cans.
2: No, I remember having days where I woke up with like a terrible hangover, like what the hell happened last night? And then as the day went on, I would remember that I had, I would r- remember more and more drinks that I had. I'm like, Oh shit. That's why, that's why I feel like this. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I totally I really forgot about drinking that. Drinking that, that and those
1: shots, man, I counted like 25 drinks, 30 drinks. <laughs> like, how is that possible?
0: Well, you know, I think back to when you, like you, me, Matt and Trevor, our friend Trevor would go out to like Montrose and just like, five star hop Like, <laughs> Boondocks and uh catbirds and poison girls everywhere down, you know, down there. And then
1: it'd That's be like 1 30
0: a.m. and we're trying to get three more shots or four, four more shots, and they're like, No, no, man, we're we're closing, sorry. And then it's um I remember like at that point though, I feel like I'd definitely be drunk and like hungover even like at 2 a.m. But then the next morning, yeah, I'd wake up. Be a little hungover, but like I feel like an hour or two, I'd I'd be okay, you know. But then fast forward now, and I'm just like, man. First of all, I I I can't even drink that much nowadays. But if I, if I did, I'd definitely be feeling it the whole day, if not half a day. So it's uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's either my, my my body's just not as efficient at breaking down the alcohol, or it's just you know, I'm just. The other thing
1: too is I remember being able to stay out until four in the morning, five in the morning, drinking, like literally drinking from the time the sun went down until the sun came back up and then being at work at like 8 a.m. And like, I wouldn't say be okay, but functioning throughout the day. Like I didn't die.
0: Yeah.
1: Now it's like if I drink from the time the sun goes down at like eight o'clock, I want to be in bed by 1030. Right. I just don't, I don't know what happened. I don't close down bars. I can't close down bars anymore. I don't have the physical power. No more uh, power hour. No more power power hours at like nine thirty these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think also though it's kind of because I think for me, especially being here in San Diego now, I think it's partly it's because um, elevation. Go, well, that too, but also you go out and I feel like you see you see a younger crowd out and they're. Closing down the bar, and you're like, man, I don't want to be around here with them. They're they're just obnoxious, and they're.
1: That's that's definitely true. Like, the other thing is, I remember, like, if we went out drinking, it's like, we went out drinking. That's what we do that night. Like, now it's like, hey, you want to go get some drinks? Hey, let's grab some dinner first. So, there's two hours at dinner, and then you're not even hitting the bar till, like, you know, 10 o'clock. You get in there, and everybody's already wasted, and you're like, oh, fuck this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's sad though because in a way, like, I mean, some of the best times were back in Houston, you know, like us three, us four, going out, partying. But then you look back and you're like, well, it was good times. But uh, yeah, I think now we uh we enjoy our, our different uh ways of you know hanging well,
1: out. I think this younger generation too has a has a I sound like an old motherfucker but <laughs> <I was> gonna... <laughs> has has the advantage too because back in Back in my day, back in our day, we didn't have fucking, uh, we didn't have Uber. Like,
0: yeah,
1: the driver. Yeah. Taxi car. sucked. Yeah. The, like the rare times that you would get a taxi, the taxi driver would take advantage of you. And I don't know what he did to you, Stephen. I don't want to know, but I know for us, he would just charge us double and stuff like that. But,
2: or you'd order a taxi and they'd never show up.
0: Well, you know, actually this, this story kind of comes to mind. Um, I had a taxi maybe like three, four years ago. And I wasn't even, I wasn't really that drunk. I was just trying to get a ride home because I, I had driven to happy hour with coworkers and um was trying, trying to get back home. And um, taxi driver got pulled over by a cop, but he kept the meter running like during that whole like cop <laughs> stop. And it was like half an hour probably because he was being weird. He was, he, he was being kind of slow and, and weird with the cop. And then like, he got to my to my house and I'm like, oh, you know, like during the, the stop, like, should you just subtract that money from my fare? And he was like, Oh no, I'm sorry, like I, you know, I can't like stop the meter, and I was like, Okay, that's kind of BS, but whatever. Here's your here's your money. So yeah, it's shitty, dude. You
2: could have just be- got out of the car and like got a different taxi or something.
0: I should've actually So, <laughs> um. not Kind of like in the same in the same arena of of health and being, you know, af, uh, being over thirty. I think for me, the next thing I think about is just because um, here, here's kind of the background. So when I turned thirty, I went through this phase of like, man, like this is kind of my last like my last like uh, memorable birthday in the way. Like after this, it's all just like old age and uh, I
1: worked on my thirtieth birthday. What's well, that? Parties. i put out two parties at the restaurant
0: my 30th birthday Damn. and um i feel like i was kind of you know thinking about just like after after this birthday like i'll be dealing with a lot of like sad occasions like you know probably like family family dying and just you know my body like breaking down and
2: that just really like You yeah. had a really good pressing 30th birthday
0: well i mean <laughs> nice. It wasn't a whole cupcake. It wasn't just all that all day, but it was part of that, was part of the day in a way. So I I think, but anyway, to my point here, I think part of my next thought is that, you know, once you turn 30, you kind of think like, well, you know, I have what, like maybe 50, 60 years left of a normal lifespan. So.
1: No, man. Dudes die off at 72.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. There you go. So it's like.
1: You have way less than you think.
0: Do I want to try and make changes? Like Ten minutes. Try to make changes to um, keep myself alive longer, or you know, wh- like what's the right thing here? So I, I think for me it was a really big like learning and uh, decision point, and uh, obviously here I am, you know, eleven twenty a.m. drinking a beer. So obviously I haven't made the right decisions just yeah. yet. But uh, anyway, um, I don't know. Like, what was your like what? What was y- uh, y'all's experience like turning 30?
1: I mean well. I, I remember specifically like being like, like waking up in in like the month after I turned 30 and being like I don't know what the fuck everybody's talking about your body feels different after 30. I was like I don't I don't know man these guys are crazy And like three months later I'm like, holy fuck I feel everything in a different way this is awful <laughs> right Everything hurts all the time. Even like like right now, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna try to shed a few pounds." So I've been like running every morning, right? Like jogging and like doing the little apps that everybody does and all this shit. And then what did I fucking do? I sprained my goddamn ankle. I'm on crutches. I'm actually on crutches right now,
2: dude. <laughs> Loser.
1: But uh, it, it's it's just like I remember like doing two days in football when I you know in high school and. You know, never getting an injury. And here, I just fucking—I I twist my ankle on a fucking sidewalk, it's, it, it, like like shit, like that. Or like you know, you you fucking—I don't know. Like I've had weird things. So it's like I pick up a glass of water wrong, and all of a sudden my back, work, back hurt. back hurts. Like <laughs> yeah, you just breathe funny, and then you, you think you're having a heart attack.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, no, no, that's true. You just get some random ass like aches and pains. And it's like, well, I'll wait a couple days and see if it goes away. And usually it does. It's like, should I be concerned that my chest is hurting right now? (laughs) I guess I'll
1: just wait and see what happens. I've been limping for like three days. And then miraculously on the fourth, it's just gone. Like, what the fuck was that? Are you warning me? What's going
0: on? (laughs) The point stands that like after 30... I don't know, like, whether it's your body, whether it's just a combination of, like, your body and environment and, you know, just other things. Yeah, it, it becomes just kind of a, I don't know, a weird time. But I think also, and EJ, I, I think you should start with this because I feel like you, lately, like, you've done a lot of different things and you've kind of, like, found your, your groove. But I feel like for for all of us, after 30, like, you start wondering about, like, success and like your strategy to actually pursue what you want to do in life and you know where you want to be so uh i I don't know like like i was saying ej like 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 what's your secret or what's your strategy for kind of paving your way towards success
1: i don't i don't think i have a secret it's just like i remember being in my Mid to late 20s, and still not really giving a fuck about life, and just like thinking about the next party or the next time I was going to hang out with friends or the next band practice or something like that. Like, I was always thinking about what's next, what's next, you know, but the instantaneous what's next, not like what's down the road five years from now, what's next. Yeah. And I think, I think at that point, I just had my head down and I was working hard, but I wasn't looking at any big picture at all. And it wasn't until I got into my thirties and was like, Oh fuck, man, you know, I busted my ass. I've done a lot of cool things, but I have nothing to show for it at all. And that like really made me start thinking, like I actually sat down and built out an actual five-year plan and 25 year old me would have kicked my ass and been (laughs) like, fucking lame. What the hell are you doing? And you know, I I listened to the fucking, you know, different podcasts on business management and things like that that i would have never listened to back then i I read books about it like i i even like when i'm talking to others like uh, to to my younger cooks and stuff i try to coach them on it which i remember like some of my chefs coming up they would coach me on things i'm like dude you're so lame what is this like (laughs) using just dumb words and now I'm, I'm, every day I'm, I'm in there, I'm like, hey, guys, let's talk about Kaizen and how, you know, you have to be 1% better than you were yesterday. And I actually believe that and buy into it, and I, I feel like that's that's how you move move up successfully. But I remember being that 23, 24, 25-year-old, even 26-year-old, and being like, man, fuck this. I'm going to work my 8 hours, 9 hours, 10 hours, and then I'm going to go party with my $200 I made Yeah.
2: So, what are the secrets to success?
1: I don't know that there are any tips. (laughs) It's paying attention. (laughs) I (laughs) mean, all the time.
0: Obviously, it's you know it's it's drafting it's drafting a five year plan. No, not really. But no, I, I think really, EJ, what you're saying in a way is just like it's continually learning and being able to take in something and and. Because I mean, for me, you know, I think at this point I'm 33 now. Everyone might not know, but I, I wouldn't say I'm successful in a way. But at the same time, like I feel like in my life I've like experienced things, I've traveled, I've done, you know, played in bands, I've uh, went overseas, I've uh, volunteered different things. So I I feel like I've done a lot of different things and met people. So in one way, like I'm content. No, it just comes back to being able to learn each day from things you do and just continually want to get better. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be like top of the top, but it just means that you're going to strive for that and that you're going to eventually, you know, do things that interest you and be able to become an expert or at least an intermediate person in those things. So I don't know, it's definitely a very, a very like ongoing question
1: of course success is completely fucking subjective it's true if there's people out there that like success is having you know a family with two kids and making it but you know spending all your time with your family for me it was it was a career driven path mine was i wanted to be one of the best chefs in the city and i i keep pushing for that every day and you know one of the best ways that I did for myself, which won't work for hardly anybody. is I look in the mirror every morning, I'm like, you're a piece of shit and you don't know how to cook anything. (laughs) Pushes me to the next level. I don't know. It's probably super unhealthy, but I do that all the time. And it's gotten me as far as I have. People are, you know, putting me in charge of their operations. But like I said, it's, it's super subjective. It could be somebody that's like, you know, I want to make it to, you know, an $80,000 a year job and I'm super happy being at an $80,000 a year job. But then there's the other person that's like, no man, I want to be a fucking millionaire. It it just, it it just depends.
2: Yeah. You definitely have to um, take some time to enjoy your success too. Not just, just drive yourself, keep, keep driving for more and more without, you know, stopping and, and, you know taking a step back and enjoying what you what you actually have
1: and i'll do that next year <laughs> i say that every year
0: well i think next year in this current year is, is a good plan um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and again like you guys are saying like it, it's objective and really you know when you look at things at, we're all just one person in a world of billions which I think you know. While we're here, we should definitely enjoy the time we have and the things we things that we want to pursue. And from there, you know,
1: very think, first viewer of you stop and smell the roses. You know,
0: well, at the same time, don't be wrong. Like the world is full of BS, but at the same, but with that said, you know, if we're here, if we're conscious, might as well try and do things that we enjoy. So. Um,
1: That's true. I mean, I I also feel like, you know, it it gets it gets harder to be successful. Um, I feel like. Honestly, with with the rise of like how technology is and everything, um, as far as like social media and stuff like that, it it is constantly evolving and defining what success is, because success is now like, you know, 10 years ago, it was having money in a bank account. Now it's having followers on Instagram. And it's that's which followers on Instagram can translate in these days. It can translate into money or followers on a YouTube channel. Those, those dudes make tons of cash. They're like 14 year old kids that are making more money than we'll ever see in our life Mm -hmm. because they made a video about fucking Legos.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There's like tons of YouTube channels like run by kids who are like under 10. that are like banking and it's kids opening
2: toys and like that's the whole thing is like you make millions of dollars for your family and yourself just opening toys and having a reaction (laughs) yeah
1: i I still don't get that like if for for my own personality if i were i I put myself into a 10 year old shoes and like watching a kid open a toy that i didn't have i wouldn't want to watch that i'd be like furiously jealous that this kid (laughs) has this toy and i like it would just make me angry
2: well, that's what I don't get about um, all the whole, the whole uh, what is it, Twitch streaming and everything, all the people, all the kids watching other people play video games. I don't like know. That, that was like the worst thing in the world growing up is having to watch someone else play video games. Like, you wanted to be the one playing. So I, I can't understand people spending hours just sitting there watching someone else play a video game.
1: And, and, and like, these kids are watching people play video games when they don't even own that game.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't get that. Like, I remember going back and being like, "Man, I can't get past this one level." And you know, the internet's all fresh and new and shiny. And like, how do I get past level three on Shadowrun? Run? <laughs> and figuring it out, and then being like, "Oh, I'm so smart." But
0: dude, that- I remember buying like the, the actual like manuals for games, the like the oh, whole
2: yeah. the guidebook. Yeah.
1: yeah, the
2: official guidebook.
1: Yeah, it was awesome, and like yeah, guidebooks for everything. It'd be like guidebooks for like Gran Turismo.
0: Yeah,
2: In some
1: cases different. you kind of like had to have
2: the guidebook just to under, you know just to know how to get past a certain thing.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think also it's the the notion that nowadays there's so much content, um, and it it begs the question, you know, like at what point does content become just crap? Because I mean, there's in my opinion, there's tons of crap out there that you, you see, and you're just like, like, how is this being streamed to people around the world? And yeah, have you ever seen
1: TikTok? <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. Um,
1: and people are making tons of money off of that, off of yeah. doing nothing.
2: In some cases, I think, like, man, I could do that. Like, I could just like, I'll just record my my reactions to listening to songs for the first time and put it up on YouTube. <gasps>
1: is that a guitar (laughs) oh my god yeah i don't know i mean i guess that we could that we could segue that right into the next point of like what's the difference between when we turn 30 and this next generation that's turning 30 the millennials like i feel like that's a big difference when i mean when we turn 30 what the instagram had just been kind of a thing. Uh, You know, Facebook was on its upswing. MySpace was going away. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, going away. But it wasn't – I I don't feel like it was as dominated by social media as these kids are today to where, you know, they're they're on camera all the fucking time. So it's kind of like they have to perform nonstop, which I don't don't know what that's going to do. Um, it, it's like those documentaries about like you know, gymnasts and stuff like that that are pushed super hard by their parents, and then they make it to the Olympics, and then after that they're like severe alcoholics and like end up <laughs> in a because they've got you know heroin addiction. Like, what happens next?
2: <laughs> yeah, what happens like if every oh, like almost everyone out there is just basically, you know, there's you you I'm sure you see people who it's like the only reason you're doing these things that you're doing is because you want to take pictures and videos of it and put it online. Like,
1: Dude, it's ruining, it's ruining the restaurant industry.
2: Yeah. Like people go to restaurants just because they want to like show that they went to a, the people restaurants online.
1: Buildouts on restaurants specifically for Instagram. Like they're putting yeah. walls in certain light fixtures, certain mm-hmm. bathroom paintings just for Instagram, so that they get tagged in there, because it does translate into business. And you know, uh, putting dishes certain ways, not necessarily that they taste better, but because they look cool.
2: That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, there's all this stuff that like looks great in pictures and gets like Instagram views, but like it, it's shit. Like it doesn't taste yeah. good.
1: Yeah, and that's I'm pfft, fuck man. I can't tell you how many times it, it's happened a lot that I will get food sent back to the kitchen because the table says it's cold yet they spent 15 minutes taking a picture of it before they took their first bite. That's crazy. It's, it's, I believe it. (laughs) It's a real thing.
0: Yeah. And you know, I think, I think though EJ to your, um, to your point, I think, so when I turned 30, I, I feel like I had grown up before the whole, you know, social media and even cell phone being like a common thing in their everyday life. So for me, I feel like I've, I've lived like the majority of my life, like not having my life and business out on display for people. But at the same time, you know, I think like around maybe like when I was 18, 19, 20, I did join social media and like I started to kind of like live that life. So I think I'm very much like in both worlds, but
1: in between her.
0: Yeah, there you go. In between her. She she. But no, um, <laughs> but I think millennials that have grown up pretty much their whole lives on social media, being like online, YouTube, or what have you, I think back to what you were saying, like, I think for them, a lot of their, or potentially a lot of their um, self satisfaction comes from you know likes or recognition or some kind of like online
1: that that's re- kind of also shown in studies to like to pushing the amount of childhood and young adolescent depression and things like that because if they post something and they don't get a certain amount of likes and they feel like nobody likes them like it's it's a horrible double edged sword like depression and anxiety are on the on, on the rise, like no other right now. I mean you can't you cannot open any publication, the New Yorker, anything, without reading an article about depression and anxiety right now. You can't do it. Yeah. And it's it's a real fucking thing. Like like I said, it's like you're always on camera. You're never you, you never turn it off.
2: You feel like you're living your life under a microscope.
1: Exactly. And that's the other part of it, too, is like, you know, there's all these parents that are like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to get my kid a phone until they're like 15 years old. But what you've done is now that kid's getting made fun of because he doesn't have a phone (laughs) the entire time that he's in like junior high. Like kids are getting phones at like six and seven years old these days.
2: Yes, that's it's the way of the world. I mean, not even like, even like younger kids, like (laughs) barely, barely can walk like four years old having phones, you know,
1: maybe not a phone number, but (laughs) yeah. Well, they've got a tablet or something, something that connects them to the internet. Yeah. And I remember, I I don't think I had a phone until I was, I think I was like 16 or 17.
2: Yeah. I'm thinking, I think maybe junior year in high school was the first time I got a phone. The first cell phone I got.
1: The fucking brick that had snake on it and played exactly. That Hell yeah, your <laughs> <laughs> song.
0: Yeah, and so no, was- I guess I guess the question is, you know, these millennials that turn thirty, and you know, what's their future? Because obviously, when you're twenty five and you're doing these like social media things, like YouTube or whatever else, TikTok, Facebook, like, like yeah, it's cute, but then. When, when you're 35, like, no one wants to see a 35-year-old doing TikTok. So, like, what's their outlook because
1: – I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of like what I was thinking, you know. Unfortunately, the service industry is like this, but I, I relate everything to the service industry because I've been in it for almost, you know, more than half my life almost. And you are totally okay with seeing a 22, 23, 24-year-old bartender in front of you but you make that bartender fifty years old, and you're like, "Yo, you fucked up your life, dog." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, like it's it's just, and it's not, and, and they might just really enjoy their craft of bartending. Who knows? But that's not how the public perceives you,
0: right? But no, that's, that's a good point. The of that bar
1: was like seventy five, though.
0: Yeah, that was pretty. It was pretty brutal. Um, old man bar in
1: San Diego, Matt, and it was. <laughs> fantastic we should we should definitely take a trip down to san diego
2: you mean it was just like only old men
1: uh
0: kind of (laughs) yeah
2: so just you two and a bunch of old men in a bar
0: well yeah yeah. we put that way it sounds so absurd but it wasn't
1: uh, absurd nope (laughs) it was but it's it wasn't like creepy old men it was like grumbly old men like they were just angry about everything so they were like why are you here get away from my peanuts
2: that's what I was getting at, the whole uh, creepy old <laughs> not
1: the creepy, they weren't creepy.
0: And then of course, like there's that one guy who's like loud and just like you know, I don't know, like a loud old guy who's like, yeah, another round and I don't know. It, yeah, it was just a it, it was a wild time. But no,
1: that was fucking me. That was me, dude. Oh, that was you, yeah.
0: Oh dude, the rumple still skin you ordered, that's sh- that was gross. I don't
1: know what the fuck he's talking about.
0: rumple mints. Oh <laughs> rumplements <laughs> Even told me you'd never had rumplements It was terrible, man.
1: I don't know how you've made it this long in your life without trying Rumpelmintz.
0: It was like someone gave me toothpaste, and I was, like, drinking it. Um,
1: and we all know Stephen never puts toothpaste in his mouth.
0: That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um,
2: yeah, can- it's uh, – what I'm thinking is like, so what? What happens when when these kids who like feel like their whole life is basically a performance? They get to like 60, 70 years old, and and they're uh, they're like desperate for attention, trying to post stuff on on social media.
1: Well, do they just go like more crazy? Like, do, do they see, like an uprising? Like fucking 40 year olds, like doing mass shootings or something? Like, what's going to happen? That's It's kind of scary. Like, what the fuck happens?
0: It just depends, right? Because does the – so right now, like, everyone who's in their 20s, like, do they just keep following the trend? And, you know, as they age – oh, there you go. So you guys can't see listening, but EJ has Campari bottle in his hand. <laughs> of course, Campari, which is his – uh I'll just say his signature drink or his signature liquor because he's he's always around it in some regard. But, yeah, you know, I feel like is the trend just, you know, as they age, 30s, 40s, 50s, like do they just keep this social media going or is this really a young man's game? Like does it just stay within the 20s, maybe early 30s uh, age range? I'm not sure. I guess we'll see. But Well, my opinion is I think it's kind of ingrained. So, yeah,
2: I I don't think, you know, you get to a certain age and then you lose interest in, you know, being seen on social media or or striving to be seen, you know. Right. I would think that that continues, um, you know, no matter how old they are. Of course, you know, things are always changing. So who knows, you know, what people are, what the younger generation is going to be doing. It's true. I mean, at that point in time.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, th- the other thing is, like, I feel like all of these social media platforms have a lifespan. I mean, we saw it. We saw it with us. We saw, like, remember, people had Xangas. People had mm-hmm. fucking um, MySpace. Uh, for bands, we had Pure Volume. Like, all those things have basically gone away. I think Pure Volume's still around, but not, like, in a real way. It's more...
2: Even, like, Facebook seemed like it was, like, here forever, but even it is just... Only old people
1: really, yeah, I right had these it, days, like, 10 years. Like, it, I was like, ah, I'm tired of reading about people going to the fucking gym. Yeah, I want to go get a burger,
0: or but, like it, it's like all their kids, like stuff like, oh, my kids going to ballet or something like that. So,
1: yeah, that's what it is now. But so, it, like,
0: conspiracy but, theories, uh, news stories,
1: <laughs> it's all conspiracy theories, uh, but uh, like. How, how long, like, even, even TikTok, they're talking about banning it, and they're not going to ban it, and then now it's going to be bought by some company, and then Greg Abbott said, move your headquarters to Texas, and all this crazy stuff, but it's, like, it was all four supposed- kids to fucking do, like, the My Little Teapot dance or some shit.
2: It was I- supposed to be banned today for downloads, I think, so I went ahead and just, like, downloaded it. I was like, I'm going to get in before it's locked <laughs>
1: No man, they they got you good. Like it's 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 sticking around.
2: I don't care. I now, mean, now,
1: now you're on TikTok. I can I don't.
2: I don't make any videos on it. I just like Go watch ahead some and random shit.
1: Everybody, your TikTok name so they can follow your channel.
2: Ooh, I don't even know it. I have to. I have to look. i so you know,
0: see man on there like
1: two nine eight
2: four billion subscribers. I,
1: first, I have to practice
2: my dances so that I can get famous. You know, <laughs> I gotta practice my dances first. Then I'm gonna get famous.
1: That's what it is, dude. We should just all do TikTok dances. That's what we're doing from now on. Mm-hmm. That's it's gonna be great TikTok via Zoom, or what? What is this? What's this program called? Streamyard. When you're doing a podcast, make sure you use Streamyard. Maybe they'll sponsor us when I say that.
2: I don't know if everyone else feels the same way as I do. I just feel that there's not enough time in the day anymore.
1: There like, is not when, enough time. There, when we
2: were younger, you know, there was time to like play video games and like watch tv and movies and just like keep keep up with with everything that was going on and now it's just like like i don't have time for anything anymore it's like work yeah, and
1: seeing the advertisements on like the nba finals and things like that for playstation 5 and i'm mm-hmm. like i want to get a playstation 5 but i think that's still the kid that had the playstation 1 like screaming in the back of my head <laughs> i know i have a playstation 4 that i haven't turned on in like five months Like, I just don't do it. I I try or I'll buy a new game and I'll spend like a hundred bucks or whatever and be like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And I play for like one afternoon and I don't ever come back to it.
2: If I buy a new game, so I, I like playing video games, but it's not like I play all the time. What I'll do is I'll buy a new game, a game that I'm excited about or whatever, buy it, and then I'll get really into it and play it for like, maybe a month, but that basically takes up all of my free time. I don't have time to watch TV, <laughs> you know, you, you, that, that's, that's like the commitment. I've, I've basically made a month long commitment to do that with any free time that I happen to have every
1: day. But like compare that to when you were like 21 and you bought a new game. I, I feel like I could power through a video game in like three weeks, four weeks, and I'm like done with it. But mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess also so, now it's a lot, a lot more expensive
0: yeah well it's that and also like i remember when i was in my like probably early 20s i play online for like hours and it was a whole thing like i would sit down play have a drink or whatever and then like four hours later it was like oh man it's it's, you know it's like 3 p.m i guess i'll take a break but now yeah now it's like i have no like there's no way i could do that on a normal day um it's just crazy I,
1: yeah, I'll wake up and I'll play a video game for a little bit. I look up and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's 9:30. I'm <laughs> my entire day. I gotta go." Do-. Even, even though, like, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just some kind of guilt that I have built into me that like I'm wasting my day. But it's like, fuck, it's 9:30. I I should wash a dish or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it's true though. Like, there definitely is not enough time. I I find myself like. I'll start diving into some new subject that I'm reading about or, like, that I want to do or a project that I want to, like, take on. And then, you know, a week later, there's no possible way that I can do anything for it at all.
2: No, I definitely get that, too, because I'll look at things that I want to do or something I want to learn how to cook because, um, you know, I, I enjoy just kind of cooking for fun. Are you and cooking And then, And then – it just never happens or i just decide like you know what i'm never even gonna like have time or or actually take the time to to dive into that so why even why even bother
1: yeah like i can't tell you how many times i've downloaded like Babel or duolingo or something like that on my phone to where i like start messing around i'm like yeah i got this lesson one of fucking (laughs) conversational spanish while you're in a grocery store and I like breeze through it. I'm like, yeah, I'm killing it. And then it's like time for lesson two. I don't have time, and I don't pick it back up for like another month. And I'm like, I don't remember what I learned the first time.
2: I did that too, somewhat. I I started learning Spanish on uh, what was that app? There was an app. It was it was actually seemed really good. I did it for maybe a month. I and
1: spent then just- $150 on fucking Rosetta Stone, It <laughs> <laughs> still didn't do it shit i bought a gym membership just so they could take my money
0: yeah i think for me as well it's you know i'll try and start a new project or i'll have this idea to like sit down and like draft out this like plan for something like a business or just an idea i have and uh, i just it gets lost in the shuffle and it's um and it's back to just an idea that you know the time we have is limited so priorities take obviously I, priority. No.
1: Funny, like brilliant ideas that, like, even just us three have come up with that we're like, nah, I don't have time for that. Yeah, and thrown by the wayside like, probably would have made us like fucking millionaires, but we're just like, ah, <laughs> we fucking watch.
0: We're fucked. like, let's just keep working our like, you know, jobs and not do this. Um,
1: let's just put our heads down and keep making what we're
0: Yeah. But I mean, at the same time though, I feel like that's kind of the bane of like humanity. It's like,
1: well, I I think that's part of the aging process too, is like when we were younger, we'd be like, yo, you got a guitar. Let's go play some music. You know, let's, let's do a thing. Let's go play some shows and stuff. Now, if I'm like, yo, you guys got a guitar and you're like, let's see, I got Wednesday between one and two open. Is that going to work for you? No, it's not. All right. Then we'll have band practice on this day. And then we get in there, and it's like, all right, I got 35 minutes, and then I got to get home, <laughs> I got to cook dinner, and I got some shit. Like, let's bang this out. And then, like, four weeks goes by, and nobody ever does anything. The value of importance on certain things just fluctuated so much from 29 to 30. Like, literally, that second that we all turn 30, it's just like, okay, no, it's time to, it's, it's, it's time to grow the fuck up. Like, we can't go hang out at a gas station and get wasted. We can't go, like, piss away fucking six weeks writing ten songs and puking behind our amps or whatever happened. That only happened. (laughs) But, uh, or or not playing half of a set because we're too drunk and we still got paid a bunch of money. I don't know what happened. Hey,
2: I mean, I I feel like two of those things happened on the same night. (laughs)
1: Can, can we add that there were also go-go dancers that night? <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, you know, we may not have been accomplishing much, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was super it fun. Was, that's, it that's,
2: was that's, nice yeah. back in your, like, early 20s, like, when you and I and, like, two other band members were all in between jobs, quote-unquote.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and
2: like... We, we, we could just, like, practice, like, at, at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday, you know?
1: I remember like being like, yo, I'm gonna call in today so I can come practice. And now I'm <laughs> like, no, I can't miss like five minutes of work because the entire place will fucking burn down if I'm not there. It's not true, but that's how my brain works now. Yeah. Like it's it's just a completely different thing. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. Like it, it's 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 a crazy just fluctuation from the mid to late 20s to early 30s. I think early 30s. So I think when you turn 30, the whole idea is when you turn 30, you're like, let's do this. <laughs> like, you're, like, committing to your life. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you got to figure it out. Otherwise, you're just going to be, like, some, like, dude in his, like, late, you don't want to be the dude in his late 30s that is uh, still playing to a crowd of 15 people at Natsuo on a Wednesday night yeah that's that's not a thing any day
2: now we're gonna we're finally gonna get our break
1: yeah Yeah. you get signed
0: (laughs) but i think also like turning 30 like initially like you have this like wave kind of like you're saying this wave of like okay like i'm 30 now like i'm like i've I've crossed my 20s i've kind of like grown up quote unquote so let me like go and like tackle all these things now and then like Couple years go by and you're like, okay, I'm 32 now, 30, 33 now, and uh, yeah, I'm still kind of working through that to do list. But uh, I don't know, you know, it, it's just kind of.
1: Well, Matt, Matt and I are hitting 35 this year. You old bastard. Uh, I, I don't yeah, know, mind me. that one's that one's like coming to me like a little harder <laughs> 30 did. I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe it's because it's like we're halfway to fucking 70 at this point. Oh, oh shit.
2: Damn. <laughs> Uh, why did you have to why did you have to put it like that?
1: Even 30 for me was like oh boy. But this one I'm just like oh shit dude like literally I've lived half my life.
2: And those like those first 10 years you don't even like those don't even count. It's like I don't even remember
1: what happened when I was <laughs> I don't remember any of that.
2: <laughs> so really it's even worse.
1: Yeah. So it's like I remember the last 20 years and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna remember the next few. <laughs> Hopefully I remember the last few. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's everyone's hope. <laughs>
1: Shit. But yeah, I at 35 is like one that's like creeping up on me that I'm just like, "Oh boy." But I mean, I know there's there's people that are like, "Oh, 35, you're still so young."
2: But the thing is like, I don't know, I still like I think about how old I am and it's like, "Wait, I don't Feel like I should be that old. Like, I feel like I should be like first half of my twenties right now. You know, like what the hell am I doing here at like thirty four?
1: Yeah, that, that's the thing is like, or 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 like you know my my nine year old nephew will have a skateboard out and I'm like I could still ollie. <laughs> what the fuck, are you doing? You're a 35 year old jumping on a skateboard trying to ollie. What are you stupid? You're gonna break your <laughs> you fucking old man. I, I I still have trouble differentiating from, like, what I was able to do then to now. Like, I don't know about you guys. Like, have, have either of you, like, stepped into a gym anytime like, in the last couple of years?
2: Don't be a dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I go into the gym and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember I used to be able to bench this much. And I'm just like, so... <laughs> Like I just like blow my muscles out on the first workout and I'm like injured for the next like week and a half <laughs> because I'm like, I remember when I could squat like 400 pounds. And so I put like, I'll just do 260 today. And I do one. I'm like, my back is gone. <laughs> it's, it's just shit like that to where I keep trying to do things that like I could do when I was younger. Even like I, I, I played, I played guitar with a couple of friends not too long ago and I was, like, trying to play something, and my brain was telling me that I knew what I was doing, but my fingers were not keeping up. <laughs> Obviously, my fingers need to keep up for that to work.
2: <laughs> Let's just say, like, if I were to try skateboarding again and try to ollie, like, for real, I'd probably end up with, like, sore legs for the next week,
1: you know? chin <laughs> <Gym laughs> splits. Yeah. Something something horrible like that. Like, yeah, I fucking and I landed it, but I can't walk upstairs now. <laughs> That's over.
2: <laughs> now you just really made me want to try skateboarding again.
1: I know, dude. Like I I see these kids like on their and also Let's go to the skate park. Hold on, hold on. Can I can I bring one thing up real quick? So, when did skateboarding turn into like what we knew as skateboarding into longboarding? Yeah, I
2: was wondering that too. Um like all the kids these days have longboards, you know, skateboarding still exists but if someone says like oh i'm gonna get a skateboard they're, they're talking about like just like longboarding down the street like i don't I don't,
1: like, I don't know i feel like longboarding requires like a quarter of the skill that skateboarding
2: actually yeah I, I, I don't really think about it as like even back in the day i didn't really think about that as actual skateboarding
1: like what what do you, what do, you do so you rode down a street basically
2: it so that's a, that's a form of transportation more more There's than a skill
1: zero no chance of you falling what's going on i guess you could get hit by a car and i hope you do
2: that's a little harsh yeah no well uh, you just get hit by a car <laughs> it? <laughs> hit and run
0: apparently
1: well, what was that going did you, did you windows open
0: no, David, so I think I see longboards more here in California than I do than I did in Houston. But uh, it, yeah, it's-
1: I saw some of the strangest things in California. Adults on scooters is it shouldn't be it shouldn't be an existence. Yeah, it's really you close. mean like razor scooters? Yes, there um, are, there are people in when I was in San Francisco, and you can definitely keep this in. When I was in San Francisco, there are probably businessmen that again are making more money than i'll ever see in my lifetime that are getting to and from work in full suits on razor scooters yeah that's a different world (laughs) i got there and i was like what is this i felt more comfortable when i was in southern mexico and there were no traffic laws in the taxi i felt more comfortable in that situation than i did when i was in northern california seeing grown men on scooters
0: yeah it's pretty ridiculous and uh the the bad thing, also at least here in San Diego, which is Southern California, is that like, people will take their scooters and their even bikes into like, traffic traffic lanes and just like, and it's fine I guess like here like legally they have that right. It's just weird because obviously like if you're a scooter versus like a, a freaking four door car, uh, if you get hit by that car, you you probably won't won't be living, uh, it's you not know.
1: Not like that though, but like. What's the speed limit? It's like, let's say it's 35. Your scooter is going 10. Yeah. (laughs) You're not helping anybody out in this situation. Even the environment hates you because they're making fun of you.
0: It's really weird, and uh, it's one of the things that I still can't get used to.
1: How many times have you stepped on one of those bird scooters? None, actually. Really? Yeah. So that's that's the other thing, Matt. I don't know if you've seen it in other cities or anything like that, but it's – so it's it's attached to Uber and Lyft to where you scan these these bird scooters and you rent it like an Uber and then you jump on this electronic scooter and you go wherever you need to go. Sounds and kind of badass. <laughs> sounds badass, but what I would do instead was hit Uber XL to like block out anybody's like carbon footprint. I, I just doubled it up, doubled out. <laughs> <laughs> I want the big car. Who else is coming with you? Nobody i <laughs> the back with the AC on full blast.
0: The weird thing too is that these bird scooters, so like once you like once you check them out, you can return them like anywhere on the street or like on the sidewalk.
1: Yeah, that's, so yeah, so you can like just walk just down, and,
0: walk. and there's like random scooters just in your way. So <laughs> you can
1: literally just stop anywhere on the sidewalk and just like leave it there. You know I think they
0: made a South
2: Park episode about that. What's that? About like just the the scooters taking over the town, just like people leaving scooters everywhere
1: that's exactly how it is like i mean it's even like that in austin honestly i don't know when was the last time you were in austin it's been a while
2: (laughs) been a couple years
1: we were supposed to go a few months ago supposed to yeah i think i think we definitely need to do a dude's trip up to uh, san diego though we should yeah we'll eat really well some great bars up there that bar that I kept trying – did I ever take you to that one bar, that uh, speakeasy? Um, And I kept trying to get you there, but, like, you kept, like, either being great or, like, super lame.
0: I don't think you did. Yeah, I don't think we went there.
1: Uh, I, I can't – Noble Experiment. That yeah, bar. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure we didn't go there. Walking great.
1: That's one of those bars where I'll have, like, two cocktails and I'll see a bottle of whiskey that I haven't seen, like – in person, I'll be like, yeah, if you can pour of that. It's like $110 a pour. Jeez. But it's fucking phenomenal. That's that's my favorite bar in America is Noble Experiment. Shout out to Noble Experiment. Feel free to sponsor us. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Like us on Instagram. Like us on our TikTok. Well, do you like on TikTok? Is that a thing?
0: I don't think so. Yeah. TikTok is like a. No, TikTok is the only video. So. You really can't like like an actual page, only the videos from a certain certain like uh person on there.
1: I don't like that. I don't like that one, but
0: Okay, so I wanna discuss this next topic, which is patience with BS. I feel like once you turn thirty, you kinda of start just not care. I mean, you, you care, but like you don't really care for BS and you don't really wanna deal with bullshit and all this like drama and whatever else you want to call it. So I feel like for me, um, now nowadays, I don't really, I don't have an issue, like being like, no, like screw that, I don't have time for that, and move on to the next thing that I have to do because uh, time is short and priority is priority, and uh, you know, I don't, I just can't waste my time on trivial things. Um, I don't know if you guys have a similar thought or not.
1: To be honest, like that's actually one of like the Newer skill sets that I've I've actually tried to like really work on for myself again like told you guys that I've been doing these self help things and whatever but uh, telling people I don't have time or no is something that like wasn't natural to me I I would overextend myself a lot in my younger like years and in, in my early twenties in my mid twenties my late twenties hell even like two years ago. I would just overextend myself to where I was giving 70% to something instead of 100%. And now I've definitely found that like, the more you say no, and the more you dial in on the things that you say yes, the better results that you give.
0: I agree. It's um, I mean, I I, I think right now I still struggle with this because I I still kind of don't want to always say no, because I I do want to try and like, help where I can. But yeah, at the same time, like you're saying, I think knowing when to say no and like being able to do that makes you able to focus your attention and, and your uh, skills on things that you need to do right away and things that take priority. So it makes sense to me. Um,
1: I think it's also about like prioritizing yourself. And like in, in my younger days, at least I didn't do that. Like I would, I would, you know, if somebody asked me to do something like, Hey, can you help me move? Well, yeah, I can help you move but is it going to back right up to where to my work shift and I'm helping you move until two 30 and then I go directly into work and then I'm shit at work. Like, yeah. You know, just, just things like that towards It's finding the balance, like the true balance, like knowing when to say yes and when to say no to certain things.
0: Right. Yeah. And I feel like to me, it even goes like a little bit further and maybe this is like the, Grumpy old man starting to take shape in me, but I feel like, like for, for for example, like driving, like road rage, or just like, just like, um, seeing like like you know seeing a, a long line and being like, oh man, like this is crap. Like I need I need to get done here asap and you know get going. I feel like I kind of start to lose my uh, my patience, like for for uh, for other things too, but it kind of just goes kind of. With the same topic that we talked about earlier, which is, you know, as you get older, you have less time. So, like, you, you want to try and, like, do what you got to do quicker. Um, I don't know. It's kind of, like, just kind of, like, I guess part of part of being older in a way.
2: I get that. Like, you kind of, like, plan out, you know, here's what I'm going to get, you know, here's what I need to do. I need to do this and this. And then then I can finally, like, you know, have have some time for myself or whatever, time to do what I want to do. And then things just keep getting thrown at you, or things take longer than they're supposed to. It it, it really, <laughs> it really can uh, get aggravating sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I I think that's the other thing too. Like you touched on a little bit, Matt, was that taking time for yourself is fucking important. And yeah, it is. It, it's like overcommitting is the quickest way to one feel burnout on whatever you're doing. And two, to destroy any type of relationship that you're doing. Like, it's 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 super easy to, like, you know, if you overcommit with somebody, even if it's, like, you know, a romantic relationship, you overcommit to somebody and you're not taking care of yourself, chances are you're going to snap at that person or you're going to, like, you know, go after them for something that's not really their fault. Mm-hmm but it's because you didn't take time for yourself. You're not rested. You're not mentally there. You're, you know, you just got off a 15 hour work shift and your head's still wrapped up in that. And now you're yelling at her because she picked the wrong enchilada, you know?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, that's a valid, like, you know, you gotta, you can't pick the wrong enchilada. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Spin it. What the fuck is that?
2: (laughs) Oh seriously, no, no that that'd be uh that'd be a reason to fight. Spinach enchilada, no,
0: dude. Ground beef the way to go.
1: That's a reason to break up.
2: Ground beef is good and cheese and
1: yeah, and I mean Stephen puts ranch dressing on his tamales. Can we go ahead and say that out loud?
0: Really, dude? That was like ten years ago.
1: What about ketchup? ketchup? Yeah. Hell
0: yeah, man. <laughs> ketchup, ranch dressing, um, tomatillo sauce, tomat. Maybe- he mean he
1: means to say tapatio, by the way, guys.
0: No, tomatillo and me, maybe queso.
1: May, well, two of those were okay. Two of those were not okay. I like actually, salsa
2: or chili gravy too. Is is good. Yeah, salsa, there you go. You dip it in gravy. some chili gravy.
1: Hellman's mm. mayonnaise.
0: Oh dear. And actually, <laughs>
2: you mix a little bit of uh, mayonnaise and ketchup. Oh, and relish well, pickle relish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually, what do you call the sauce when you mix? mayo and ketchup like is that called certain special or not really
2: i think they called that mayo chup you can buy it in a bottle
0: now mayo
1: it is a <laughs> yeah which you, actually
0: just... that reminds me of a story um
1: oh go ahead steve
0: do you remember ej like this was like probably like 15 years ago we're at my house and my parents had made all, like all this barbecue and you were i think at the time you were vegetarian Fuck. But like you got there and there's like brisket, ribs, like sausage, all this meat. And you're like, well, I'll just have some meat today. <laughs> yeah,
1: I fucking remember that. I, <laughs> I, I went vegetarian for a year. I, I just wanted to see if I could do it. And I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I, you
2: did it for a year. That's kind of an accomplishment in my book. Yeah, it is.
1: Fuck. I was the worst garbage can vegetarian ever. I ate like <laughs> burritos from Taco Bell and fucking French fries. Where's <laughs> vegetarian I'm just a vegetarian Give me a bag of Doritos
2: I mean, there's no meat
1: Yeah, it's true, it's fucking garbage
0: though <laughs> Fuck. I mean, there's like, you know potassium sorbate I, I, and like chlorassium birate, But whatever
1: I remember I remember trying to eat those uh, Tofurky dogs and shit like that and Boca burgers and All that, I, I think I actually To that barbecue, I brought some like vegetarian burgers.
0: You did, actually, and you were like, hey, can you put this on the grill? That was like, okay. Which, by the
1: way, <laughs> speaking from just point right now, the new, like, Beyond Meat and the meat replacements that are coming out now, straight up are good. Like, I hate saying this, but they're good.
2: Well, I've never tried it, but you've convinced me. I, I'll try it.
1: Yeah, like... It, I'm actually putting it on a menu at a restaurant that I'm opening right now. Uh, we're opening in two weeks, and I'm, I'm putting it on the menu just in case somebody wants that instead of regular meat. Now, if they want regular meat, then I have this beautiful 80% brisket, 20% uh, navel blend that I'm doing in-house, which is delicious. But there's also the – what is it? Impossible Burger. Yeah. I got the Impossible Meats out there. But yeah, apparently, they're good. I mean, possibly if you can make plants bleed, I'll eat it. I want
0: it to. Be <laughs> good. It's gonna say apparently, like because also I've seen the Beyond Burger, and it's apparently like it's a. I don't want to say a trend, but like apparently people are liking this option nowadays, um, and you know, I guess it's, a, it's
1: it, a. It eats and chews like beef.
0: So apparently, like yeah, it's like a very like. Similar similar option to meat. And actually my brother had it a while back and he and he wasn't even like he he thought it was meat. So yeah, it's it's that like convincing. So
1: I was, you have a brother, you have one or two brothers, Steven. I have two. Looking at how the food chain is really going and the food like supply chain is going, which is more important, we gotta find something that's not just meat. Like it's fucking up the world. It's totally fucking up the world. So we gotta start eating fucking bugs and fake meat. Have Can you seen bug,
0: burgers? Oh, bug that? burgers?
1: No, but I did eat a fuckton of bugs when I was in Oaxaca. Maybe, maybe that's what we do. We go see Stevo in California, and we go from there to Oaxaca.
0: That'd be cool, dude. Have you seen a, a film called Snowpiercer? No. What? It's a it's a film called Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer.
2: Yeah. No, I've heard the name, but I, I don't know what it's about.
0: Well, guys, um, as we close the hour here, I think we've um, really hit a lot of good points. And of course, our topic was life after thirty. We talked about health. We talked about oh, be
1: brave.
0: Yeah. We talked about success strategies. We talked about millennials, those guys, those gals, and we talked about patience with BS. Um, of course, today we had a drink in hand um and we gave you guys a guy's take on different topics so thanks for listening again we'll be back next week with a new topic and new drinks and as always take care and we'll talk to you next week and ej ej matt thanks for being here take care to you yeah all right guys talk to you soon